What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Chris DeSellums, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Ka. Kevin, jump in. Say hello. Back again. What's up? Uh, no no secret surprise guests. Nope. No just guests us. this week. Just, just boring us, old Chris and Kevin. To back, back to the way it was. Back <laughs> to the way it should be. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to be back. Good week. We're recording on Wednesday. We'll switch up. Yes, sir. see that. Happy uh, early holiday for anybody listening to this, whoever, uh, uh, whatever you celebrate. I know Passover or Easter, few. baby. Yeah, whatever you, you celebrate. Or Ramadan. We're in the middle of Ramadan. There's a lot going on. It's a big weekend. It's a big weekend. I moved to my Easter. apartment on Friday. That's exciting yeah. news. Let's go. Yeah, well, kind of move in. Get the keys. Moving in the next week. But. Hey, man, getting the keys is a special is a special thing. I remember, Facts. Um, I remember when I got the keys, and it was kind of almost like a surreal moment. Just because yeah. it, it's... Even though there's nothing in the apartment, when you just like open, you get the keys, you open the door. I mean, you've you've already viewed the unit, but like once uh-huh. you get the keys, it's this. It's a very weird feeling. I remember it from last year. It was just like we got the keys, we walked in, and it was just. It's like, oh, you're it was at like that moment, I guess, especially because I was moving in with my girlfriend. But I like we moved in, and it was like this is our home for at least I the know. next year. Or so it's like crazy. And just to see what it looks like now compared to what it did look like, it's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, getting the keys, special moment. So congrats Big to moves. you, man. Yeah. Hopefully it's, a, hopefully it's an easy move. We can only hope. I mean, I live less than 15 minutes away, so going to do it slowly over the week. So it shouldn't be too bad. And then one mm-hmm. one big day next Sunday. So not too bad. Yeah, we'll the make, way we'll we the way uh, I did it when I moved was yeah, you had um, a longer track than me. <laughs> yeah, so what we did was we uh, moved some when we so when we got the keys, we had done some shopping and like that weekend, yeah. and we um and we brought some things down prior to like officially moving in, um just so like some items were already here and stuff. So yeah, uh, it was it was easy to. You know, obviously we brought way more when we um, when we when we came down here, but um, it was nice to not have to worry about some things. But yeah, yeah exactly. no, the, the move was big, especially since um, realistically, I had I was the only one moving in for about a month. So yeah, I remember that. I forgot yeah, about so that. Like even even after the big big move in, um, the bachelor. Yeah, I was living like a bachelor. I'm going and by then, myself too, so hell there yeah. you go. And, and it's weird because like, oh, Kako again, baby. Let's go back door. <laughs> oh, uh, we're, we're 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 recording while I'm watching the game. Yeah. The Rangers Flyers. <laughs> He's back, man. Two goals, man. Imagine he gets a hat trick. That'd be crazy. It would be crazy. He's we'll getting see. ready, dude. I'm t- I d- did did I not just say before we started recording this? He's getting <laughs> he's getting ready for his playoff push, his playoff performance. What a his, goal, man! His 16 game. He's four, a 16 game four performer, sweep, man. Four sweep performer. That's all you need is if, is he he has all the tools to be a 16 game uh, player, man. I did that once on franchise mode. I went 16 in the playoffs, simming. That was kind of like my best accomplishment ever. Pretty go. electric with Columbus. Good old Columbus. But yeah. I'll do – and when I'm playing, like, franchise mode and stuff, there will be times where it's like I'll win the President's Trophy. I'll go seven games round one as, like, a one seed, like, barely beating yeah, a wild card barely, team. Barely. Then you, and then you sim the next series, and it's, like, five games or, like, a four-game sweep. And then, like, again, it's like you're getting six, seven games. Like, it makes oh no God, sense. Dude. It makes no sense, the sim engine. I swear, if you if you win the President's Trophy, you're not winning the Cup. I'm no. convinced. <laughs> when do they – I think we've talked about this unrelated and we're, we haven't even started talking about 
actual what the podcast just, is just about. Two, just, but just two bros chatting. <laughs> just two bros hitting it up. Um, one, I think we've mentioned this before. They need to make NHL um, cross-platform. How they Facts. haven't done that yet is the insane. The fact that you, like me and my other buddy Josh who play, cannot play with you because you're on a different platform is Sony boy. Ab- absurd. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's ins- it's absurd that it's not uh, cross-platform yet, and it's also absurd. And I saw this idea. I think we've mentioned this on the pod or it was something I texted you or we had just discussed um, – outside of recording and stuff but um someone had an idea to just stop uh, to have ea stop putting the game out every year it's like nhl 22 yeah NHL i remember we talked about and that. just do like nhl and just patch it each season just like adding new rosters and just like making patches that way yeah i feel like the game uh, you could do like graphic i just feel like the game would be much better if they did that but i don't know what, what would go into that if, whoever does do that eventually if a sports franchise game decides to do that they just release like an online version of the game only and mm-hmm. they just patch it like that on it's almost like a like an app on your phone just on your yeah your console or, or um your computer um probably not very profit friendly but i guess you could probably find some workarounds charges charge everybody like 50 bucks a year there you go You're but done. like realistically it, it 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 i feel like it would it would be as profitable just because you have to pay for it up front and then people pay for you know if they do ultimate hockey team hockey ultimate team and stuff you're still paying for those packs and stuff so it, you're true. still gonna be buying it it's just you know what a terrible game it would was. all be digital now instead of buying a physical copy you're just buying it digital but you can also buy it digital and just have the game on your thing so that i feel facts. like the money's always going to be there <laughs> I don't know. We have lots of pictures of them. We'll go up to uh, British Columbia. I think that's where they're based. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, what have the Islanders been up to? We'll start with them. Uh, it's It's been an interesting ride. Uh, I know we haven't talked about the Islanders first in like two weeks since nothing's been going on, but we, we had an entertaining enough week. Uh, let me pull it up. I just had it up and then I closed the app like a idiot. So... Um, yeah, so since we last recorded, the Islanders season was officially for about the fifth time declared dead after giving up a shorthanded goal to the Stars. Um, but they came back with a big 2-1 win over the Carolina Hurricanes. Full disclosure, I did not – I was texting you about this game. I did not watch the first 55 minutes of this game because I had a hot game of my own, uh, which we got absolutely smacked, by the way. That was <laughs> brutal. <laughs> but um, I watched the last five minutes, and I saw all the action. I got back. Islanders up one nothing. And then Carolina ties it up, uh, Vincent Trocek, with 57 seconds to go. And then Kyle Palmieri scores with 14.6 seconds to go to take the lead again with an unbelievable goal. And then the Hurricanes hit the post with like less than four seconds to go. So it's an absolute wild, wild ending. Uh, my parents texted me, or my mom texted me, I think, that like they watched the first 55 minutes and like absolutely nothing happened. And I came back and saw all the action in the last five <laughs> minutes. So. It was cool. It was the first win in Raleigh since 2018, which is just it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Just to go off of that, getting yeah. ahead of ourselves, last night, uh, obviously, the Rangers are playing a doubleheader right now. They're in Philly, but last night they played in the Garden. They played the Canes. Um, last night was the second win in the last, I think, 20 or 24 games uh, that the Canes have played <laughs> at the Garden. It's the second time they've won in the Garden in the last. The like, second time they've games. won. Yes. Oh my so god. So they have a record of like two and like eighteen or something <laughs> in the Garden, and they got their second one last night in the Garden. Jeez, that's kind of crazy. I guess the Garden was a tough place to play for a while, and kind of is again. But also, I think they win more time the last couple of years, though. 
I know. Canes were, were kind in, of booty for uh, a long time, too. That's also true. And they were in the other division last year and really kind of barely played the Rangers when they were not as great. So, I don't know. But, yeah, cool to see them get a win in Carolina. Um, I remember I went down there like, ugh. It was like had to be like six years ago with my parents. The Islanders lost like eight to one. It was so bad. Um, I so bad made made the flight to Raleigh, and I think they lost like seven two or eight one. Absolutely terrible. Nice arena though, in the middle of nowhere, but a nice arena nonetheless. See, the thing is about like going to games as an away fan, you hope your team doesn't get smacked like that. Like you hope it's yeah. at least like somewhat competitive because you've already you've made the trip to go to this, so, especially you a stadium. So much. <laughs> like it, it, I feel your pain because when I went to the home opener this year, yeah. at Capital One, and I watched the Rangers lose five to nothing or five <laughs> one, I was just so demoralized. I was like, I don't want to be here. Like everyone around us was just like. Yeah, talking shit. Oh, of course. Like, oh my god, it's the worst. Especially after all that happened, the worst that we had. I mean, that's pretty bad. Especially after everything that happened, the worst we had was I think it was 2015. I might have told the story on the podcast before. We went down. We drove down to Philadelphia, my parents and I, just because like we we do that. It's an easy drive from Long Island, where I was at the time, because I was in high school. Um, and the honors had a chance to clinch with one point. They needed one point to clinch the playoffs, and they they tied the game. They came back from like down three nothing. The Rangers definitely just scored. They did, Breadman, <laughs> Breadman, Artemi Panarin down year. Flyers suck. Um, they do suck. They did not suck back then though, because we came back. The Honors came back from like down three nothing. Incredible comeback in the third period. It was absolutely electric. Um, so they tied the game with like thirty seconds to go, and then with I think it was like literally like two seconds to go, Braden Shen just fires a shot from center ice basically between center ice and the blue line just to dump it in with like two seconds to go just because like get a last shot off and Halak muffs it off his glove and it goes into the net. <laughs> all the other fans are so like yeah we're gonna clinch and then just such a demoralizing ride home but that is it is so it's bad. just it's just a quiet ride home no one oh, says anything so bad and then the honors they were one point out and they only have game seven at home and they lost the capitals but anyway um Honors won that game. They got smacked in St. Louis on the night that me and Chris, which we'll get to later, were at the Garden at MSG. Um, thank God I went with you and did not watch that game. Uh, embarrassing. <laughs> got scored on by Nick Letty, of course. Um, not surprised. Grant Hutton scored his first NHL goal, so that was cool. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened that game. So Daniel Chara killed Jordan Cairo. Has he been playing? I feel like you would know. He's on your fantasy team. Uh, he's still hurt, I think. Not good. Not good. It'd be a big blow to the Blues, but... Yeah, they got absolutely just. I don't even. I don't even know what happened that game. They, I mean, they they had the same amount of shots. They just played a terrible second period. Apparently, according the to Nick Letty revenge game. Ugh, what a shame. <laughs> Come back, Nick. Um, and then the last night's game was wild. Um, it felt like a playoff game. It made me very sad and depressed, to be honest with you. But um, Penguins scored first. Gensel. Uh, Parise got two right after, including a shorthanded goal, and then Bailey scored with less than 30 seconds to go in the first period, I think. So they're up 3-1 going to the second period. Give up two goals after that, another to Gensel in the second period. So now they got 3-3 going to the third. Josh Bailey gets a second, takes the lead. Islanders get called for a phantom penalty. They get called for a trip when the guy stepped on the puck. Um, it was so blatantly obvious. Uh, Penguins score on that power play. So now we're at 4-4 going into Overtime. I don't take another penalty in overtime, both of them by Beauvillier in the third period and overtime. Somehow kill it off, and then they get the shootout win. I mean, it was just an awesome game. Uh, I guess the crowd wasn't exactly there for a Tuesday night, which is kind of fair, but 
It just like watching on TV, it was so sick. It like really gave a playoff feel of like last year. The Islanders played pretty good. I mean, a couple of bad stretches here and there that cost them, but it was nice to see. It's uh, I, I one of the points I was going to make was it kind of builds momentum towards next year. Um, as much as it kind of sucks, like the Islanders are pretty much going to finish ninth in the conference, get probably the 15th or 16th overall pick, and just have to go on with their lives. That this year was kind of a lost year where it really should have been a much better year. And um, it's just a shame. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot going on in the background over there, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a cop that just hit the siren and he's just driving <laughs> through the streets. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's uh, it's a shame, but I think it all helps in building up towards next year where you got Pajot healthy from the start of the year. You got Parise, um, sorry, Palmieri healthy from the start of the year. Varlamov healthy from the start of the year if he stays. And uh, they can just move from there. So as much as it sucks that they're playing well now and they're playing like the team they should have played like now, it gives me a lot of hope for next year if they can get the right pieces in place. There you go. Um, also, just to make a correction, um, Kairou only missed one game. Um, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, he, he had he had two assists in the Islanders uh, game the other night. Um, yeah. yeah, not too so, bad. I mean, uh, yeah, didn't, didn't know that, but... Um, We'll yeah. see what happens so, yeah. moving I mean, forward. Yeah, and I and I, I agree with you. I think we've we've said it a bunch of times. Um, it was kind of like a we, we kind of predicted throughout the season what the Islanders needed to do if they wanted to make a push because they faced a lot of adversity this year. Yeah. Um, they just couldn't do it. And they just never got over that little hump. No, nah, yeah, it's you know what? It, it, it's like the road trip hurt. The COVID yeah. games hurt. The um, the new arena forcing them to play in the new arena when they yeah honestly shouldn't have because the guys had just COVID. bad timing yeah just it was terrible brutal. timing and then you know the eleven game losing streak hurt too yeah that's that's gonna haunt um, some fans <laughs> and stuff just because it's like if you get yeah. if you only lose half of those games let's say you only lose six you know or five it's, oh my god that, yeah that, go five hundred. Yeah, that's a game changer. You know, you're if you if you win five or six, you're back. You're right back in it. You, what what is that? That's your you're right in the mix with with yeah you know, Washington, well, and, Washington and, and, and Pittsburgh at that point. And you lose so. to like Seattle, Buffalo. We talked about this last week, so I'm not gonna go back into it. But the Islanders have a lot of they left a lot of points on the board this year that I don't expect them to leave on the board next year due to the circumstances so that's all i'm gonna really kind of think about for the summer as much as it stinks i mean they, they obviously have to make changes they need to find a scorer um and they need to re-improve the left-handed defenseman situation without letty and taves they can't go back into the year with char and green over there even though i love andy green um we're just gonna see what happens i mean they got to get the pieces but i think that they have a good core people were very very quick to really just down on the core even though they made two straight conference finals you have sorokin pelic pulak barzell nelson pajot down the middle and you have some good complimentary pieces like wallstrom palmary is very good parise is a cheap deal um Bovillier has his flashes. Mayfield's a really solid defenseman for cheap. He's got to get that one more or two more pieces that they had probably in Devon Taves and Jordan Eberle, and you're right back where you are. So I feel like that's kind of how, like, from what I could tell, like New York hockey fans are, like both Rangers and Islanders fans. Yeah. As soon as things start going poorly, it's like everyone just starts freaking out, and it's like sell oh, the team, ridiculous. get rid of everyone. There's there's no hope. It's L- like literally. It's like I, I the worst thing that social media has done is given as we talk on a podcast, give some of these people an opinion. I think that they just get really, really so uptight about things. It's just like it, the, the team made three straight playoff appearances. They have an all world coach 
probably the top three coach in the league uh, with like Cooper. I don't know who else, but top five at the very minimum. And they have a good core. Like they're yeah, going to be fine. Top five. I'd say, yeah, yeah Cooper is up there. I think there. top three. Rod the Bod, Barry Trotz. Yeah, I think uh, those are a fair top three. Trotz has uh, his moments, like benching Wallstrom for the third period last night. That wasn't very good. But Mike Sullivan. Yeah, he doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I would. Glant's probably up there. Yeah, Glant, I would say is top ten. Um, yeah, def- definitely not top five. I would love Mike Sullivan. I was, I mean, I was kind of, you know, yeah, tin- tinfoil hatting it during the, <laughs> you know, uh, to my to my buddy or to someone to someone at one point. I was like, you I know, think it was if, us. I think we talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, if Pittsburgh, you know, shits the bed this year, doesn't make the playoffs. Mike Sullivan, you know, gets canned. I'm like, do you only do one season at Glant and bring in, bring back Mike Sullivan because you had him on the bench at one point? I mean, he was a Torts. coach here. With yeah, torts. I mean, it sucks, uh, but it is what it is. Um, the honors will recover is the the motif, but they've got to they get some pieces. But I'm glad to see them playing well. It's good to see a game that felt like a playoff game. It made me sad, but also made me happy. So that's where the honors were this week. There you go. Yeah, and then um, yeah, since we last recorded, um, we, we recorded I think um, last Wednesday. Last so Wednesday. Okay, the yeah. Tuesday games so, we talked about already. Yeah. So. Uh, they played Pittsburgh for the final time of the season, and they beat them three nothing. Or now the regular season. <laughs> yeah, for the regular season. Um, and let me let me start this off by saying, or with a question: Did you know that Sidney Crosby was not playing last Thursday? Really? Because he I, wasn't. They should have mentioned. The ESG, on, they should have mentioned that on the broadcast. They should have. Because I don't think they mentioned it enough. Because the ESPN broadcast, I think, mentioned it no more than forty times. <laughs> and I've asked multiple people. Steph was watching the game with me. She was she was laughing because I was freaking out so much. Um, <laughs> I brought it up to her dad. He was like, "Oh my god, it was insane." I brought it up to my buddy who lives across the street from me. He was like, "Yeah, why did they say it so much?" Everyone on Twitter <laughs> was saying it so much. It was so blatant that they were just trying to shove Sidney Crosby not playing down your throats and almost saying the win shouldn't even count because uh, he wasn't playing, even though New York just looked better. Like, from top down, they looked better th- for three periods. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you posted a shutout. Um, you you beat these guys three times out of the four times you played them. The, and, and then the stat was... The four times they've played them, Pittsburgh has only scored four goals. <laughs> it would have been mean, it would have been fourteen with Crosby in my last game. Yeah, so take it easy. And, and you know what's crazy? It got like this is where I lost it. I mean, I was I was freaking out the entire game because one, like you said, um, with the, with the Islanders taking penalties against Penguins, and, and Cooper called the league out on this, but saying you know the Penguins are one of the most least penalized teams in the league, and they get like more calls than anyone else it's it's just a fact i mean sure some of the penalties the rangers were taking were dumb but it just seemed like anytime the rangers had the puck sometimes it was like the rest were just calling it because it's like oh you got the puck we got to give pittsburgh a power play it, like it was just so it honestly it felt like the league was trying to rig the game but the, the where, I'm, where i'm going with this is uh mentioning crosby the graphic after the game they were showing highlights of like who were players that like had amazing games Igor made the list, posted a shutout. Um, I think Panarin or Cop was on the list because they had a, a bunch of points. And someone else who scored the game winner, or I mean, it was a shutout, so there wasn't really a game winner. But someone you know who who just had a, a lot of points was on the yeah. graphic. Chris Letang was on the other graphic. Someone else, maybe Getzel, was on the other graphic. And, of course, they 
plastered Crosby's face on the on the graphic. Didn't play, mind you, <laughs> and they made you aware that he did not play. And and the, and then the ESPN, the guys, they're like, oh, you know, the headline tomorrow is gonna say Rangers won three nothing. But don't, but 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 don't look into that too much because Crosby didn't play. Would it have been different if he was in the lineup? I'm like. I, who fucking you can't knows? Give, they you lost. can't give ESPN too much credit. They their hockey coverage is pretty. It's been pretty it's bad. It's terrible. I'm like, I, bad. I, I, it was it was so bad. I was I was just so angry <laughs> because I'm like, this is just so dumb. Like, why are we just continually talking about Crosby not being in the lineup? We're not gonna just like. It, it almost seemed like it hurt them to say, or they just didn't want to mention that the Rangers won three nothing. It's like, it's it's okay to just kind of talk about the team that. Uh, that posted a shutout, but it is what it is. Um, that game, pretty boring. Nothing happened in the first period. Uh, Panarin and Vitrano scored in the second period. Um, and then Dryden Hunt scored in the third period. Igor was your number one star. Frank Vitrano and Panarin were the two and three. So that was that game. Um, Fair enough. So that's that. And then we move on to Saturday. So moving on to Saturday, um, that game was kind of crazy because um, – the Rangers needed to beat Pittsburgh, which they did, and then the uh, the, Hur- the, the Hurricanes, right? The Hurricanes needed to beat the Islanders. The Islanders yeah. obviously ha! You know, beat the Hurricanes. I forgot to so, mention that. Sorry, before you continue, the only solace of that win, especially that late goal, was that the, if we would have lost, that would have clinched it for the Rangers and the Leafs, which would have driven me insane. So that was kind of nice that it wasn't us, at least. But go ahead. Um, yeah, so you say you, you spared yourselves there. Thank God. But, the, but, but then, but then it's almost, But then it kind of you spared yourself. The, the the Islanders losing sent the Rangers to the playoffs. But then you were there to watch them come to the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have that. I would rather <laughs> have that than have the ridicule of oh, oh the Islanders to <laughs> us. But it was a good time. I mean, it's pretty sick that it worked out, um, especially for you that you got to see a clinch game. I mean, you don't get to see that too often. No. Um, yeah, no. So me and Kevin, we went to the garden on Saturday. Great Kevin's time. first Great Kevin's time. first time in the garden ever. Yes. Um to watch a game there. Ben Bass, um, yes, best basketball to watch games. A, to watch a hockey game. Um, it's a great time Thank against you Ottawa. Me. And and that night both Toronto and the Rangers clinched. Um yep. it was I mean, it was and Kevin can back me up on this. It was a bloodbath. The, the Senators oh my God. were never the in Senators that game. Are the so Senators, the Senators were in that game for maybe the first five minutes because they, they scored, they scored the a goal. goal within three minutes <laughs> on the first and, shot, and then yeah, after that, done, nothing. Yeah, it was it was bad. I mean, and and and, and looking back, Braun was out of position, and I just don't think oh, Igor was was ready for ready. that shot. Um, yeah. So realistically, if if Braun's either in position or Igor's ready for that shot, I think they post two shutouts back to back. Probably. Um, it was just but, a it was a mental lapse of a goal. Yeah. And I mean, they never looked back after that. It was just like a slaughter. No, yeah, it was bad. I mean, the Rangers tied it. Panarin got one um about ten minutes after that goal went in. So uh yep. we went we went into the second period tied at one one and then That's, that's uh, where it goes off the rails. <laughs> the Rangers just opened it up. I mean it was Cop the DJ. had a goal. The DJ the DJ got Oh yeah, off. DJ N V M. Let me tell you about DJ NVM. No defamation lawsuits. If you're ever at Tau and DJ NVM is there, just prepare yourself because it's going to be really loud. <laughs> um, the whole 18-minute intermission was just loud. I won't say uh, – look, he's probably a great guy. Oh, I'm sure. Not, a, not the best <laughs> DJ. He wasn't that great. I didn't. I didn't like it that much. But yeah, it was tough. Maybe some. Maybe that's some people's jams. The way the what he was doing. So to each their own. But he was make he made sure it was loud in that arena. 
really it was, loud. It was already loud just because of the fans. The place was – we hadn't talked about it at the game, but, like, I had never – I know the Rangers crowd, crowd is, like, loud, but, like – it was it was really loud. I know you said that that's not usually like even some of the games you've been to. It hasn't been to that caliber. No, yeah, I mean, like like it was when they first scored when they tied it up that first goal. Yeah, um, the place erupted. I mean, it was like deafening how loud that place was. And then, um, I mean, I would have loved to have seen Kreider get a hat trick that game because that yeah. would have been fifty. And I think the place would have. I think the Garden would have burnt down if he had gotten fifty <laughs> that game. But. Um, he didn't, but we'll get we'll get to the we'll get to Spoiler. CK fifty. Um, but yeah, no, that game was just a bloodbath. I think um, it was a pretty clean game too. I only think there were two. Um, there were only two uh, was, power plays. There was, was one and one play. each. It was the worst power play I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Ottawa, Ottawa had one of the worst power plays of all time. I, I think they I, turned the even, puck I, over. Yeah, four times. I don't even think we're exaggerating what I said. It was probably one of. It might have been the worst power play I've ever watched in my life. I I'm don't know if kidding. they. I don't know if they had a shot, and if they did, it was a it was a muffin. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it got so bad. Ryan Strom uh, stripped the puck off of yeah. someone at the blue line and had a breakaway. And and I like the movie. Did we we watched the replay? It was it was a fine yeah. move. Should he have scored because he was no one was there? E- yes, like you should have probably scored. But easier said than done. Whatever. I'm not a pro hockey player, so I I can't really talk shit about what he's what he's doing. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it was just a bloodbath. Um, and then yeah, the Rangers clinched that game. So yeah. the the only thing I like the Garden was it was a crazy atmosphere. But and and I I you had pointed it out after the fact and I think it was just because maybe we had just left because we needed to catch a train but it was kind of like there wasn't really much going on as soon as the game ended it kind also yeah. it was a Saturday night so I don't know people it's New York people might have went out to celebrate or, or doing things but like I don't know it just kind of it, it, we also left out of one of the we side went on entrances. a back we went on a back way but it just wasn't as loud and once boisterous. we like got in front of the garden and stuff where we a needed to be more. it was still like yeah. It was, it was crowded. People were happy, but it was still a little bit dead. It was. It was. It was kind of weird. But I expect the hood rat Islanders just craziness, but it was still. Yeah. Like, it was still decent enough, but it wasn't as much as I as I would expect for a team that hasn't made the playoffs in five years. You know, that was. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not knocking them. I'm not like making jokes. I'm just saying, like that was yeah, just no, my I, observation. I, I agree. Um, it was. A, it, it was, was a great it was time though. I enjoyed the atmosphere. Game. Very very fun yes. game. Um, and we had train beers on the way in, Gosh. so can't um, beat them. Just. It was and just a great experience overall. Got more beers before the lines formed. It was just oh hard my to god, beat. yeah. Zoom and, in and, and out. Kevin and I, we we did it like just an just an all star move with four minutes left in the second period. Oh, I wanted big I wanted to get a pretzel and a water, and I'm like, and I also had to go to the bathroom. I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting out of here. This game. It was already three one at that point. I'm like, I don't yeah. think I'm gonna miss much in the next four minutes. And <laughs> if you leave with one minute left, that's when everyone thinks they're leaving, and that's what everyone, yeah. everyone's like, oh, 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 small, small. I'm beating, I'm beating the lines. No, you leave three minutes before people start leaving. Yep. People start moving. So um, I go to the bathroom, and uh, I think Kevin, you went like right behind. You were like right. Yeah, behind I went me. to I the bathroom, you- but then I went back to the seats. Yeah, so I, I, I'm getting a water, and I got a pretzel. And uh, and then I hear the goal horn go off again, and I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like they they scored again, like it's four one now. And I get back to the, uh, Kevin's right in front of me. I'm walking back to yeah. the seat because Kevin has etiquette. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh god! Um, uh, and he he we're, we're, we we catch up with each other. We look at the clock. There's still like two and a half minutes. It left was on so the thing. electric. It, like I thought I had left for like five minutes. 
and a minute and a half had only passed. And it was great. Th- there must have been like four or five stoppages because um, we still got to see most of the end, pretty much the end of that period. But um, just just an FYI, if you and most of you who are listening or have ever been to a game probably when, are no. aware of this. Yeah. When the puck is in play, you fucking wait <laughs> to go to your seat. It's just hockey etiquette 101. Yeah. You don't bar. I you think don't, it's I think it's sport etiquette 101. Sport, yeah, sure. You can go as far as saying sport etiquette 101, but at least like for 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 a hockey game where it's just constant movement. If someone blocks your view and you you miss a goal, you're gonna kill them. You immediately want to <laughs> punch them in the head. We had it happened once. And it was once was more than enough. Yeah, for we me. missed the, we missed a goal, right? Like we missed something. Like it was it was enough. I think it was, it was the like, Ottawa goal. I honestly think it was the Ottawa goal. Yeah, it might have been. Like I, yeah, it was just we. Someone walked in front of us. We missed the Ottawa goal, and I'm like, all right, whatever. I, I don't care that I missed that goal, but it's like you you don't do that. You you wait for the stoppage. You wait for yeah. the commercial. You wait for the TV timeout. Like. It's you do a million other things <laughs> and and shame on the security guard there um or the or the the the, the seat usher. valet the usher yeah. that's um a, that's a new one <laughs> seat valet <laughs> i uh, could clearly, not think i could not think of that word dude bro bro sent us to the other side of the section well, even that was we, the, that was the one the when we first got and there then and then there was a one. different one who the first one didn't even want to check our tickets i'm like oh we're down in this section but i wasn't sure what like if there was more rows it was just that one row because we were was, like yeah some sort of like kitchen or some shit and yeah, i don't know um, what that was i don't know yeah i don't know what that was either but like we're sitting in front of that and the guy's like, oh, no, you got to go to the other side. And then we literally walked on the other <laughs> side. And we were there first. Like, Very we early. were able to walk Very through the, the row. And we were, like, two seats off of where we would have been. I'm like, <laughs> that was such a waste of time. And then when we, um, we, we were getting up, there was a new guy there. And this guy wanted to check every ticket he wanted like if he had, if you had a physical ticket he would have appreciated that more the phone <laughs> like he was giving kevin a hard time yeah. the tickets were on my phone he's like, I'm down like, there and he's i'm like, right here i know where my seats are uh, yeah so uh it was, it was a good game as if like um, anybody would like they were good seats but like if, if you're gonna sneak into a seat you're gonna go down to the lower bowl like we were in like the middle basically they were great seats like you could see everything perfectly fine but like if i'm sneaking i'm not gonna sneak there like <laughs> That's a that's apparently a, a hack I saw on TikTok. You if you buy tickets to a game, if you have tickets to a game, you when you're at the game or like right before the game starts, you go on like whatever Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, TickPick, whatever, uh-huh. and you um you see what seats haven't sold yet, and you just go to those seats. Like, but you have to get brain. there. You have to get there like when we did. So, it, but there's also the event that those tickets do get sold at some point. So yeah. it's kind of a you're running a little bit of a risk, but um, yeah, it's another big brain move. Um, and then moving on from there, uh, Rangers played Carolina yesterday. Pretty close game for the most part. Um, to begin to begin, uh, scoreless first period. Um, I, I think the game would have been different if if Svechnikov didn't score in the second period. Miller scores, go up one nothing. Svechnikov. Svechnikov scores. Um, uh, Midway through the second to uh, make it one-one going into the third, and his goal was weird. He just kind of like threw it back, and I don't think Igor knew where the puck was because he started moving because he saw Svechnikov's stick, and when he was moving, the puck went off of his skate and into the mm. into the net. So it was like that wasn't really a great goal to score, but you know you'll you'll take him. And then the third period, yeah, um, Seth Jarvis um, 
scored pretty early because Truba was in the neutral zone playing defense and left Miller kind of defenseless. And Jarvis was literally uncovered because you know he just <laughs> flew by Miller and Miller didn't see him. Um, yeah. And then Jordan Stahl scored. Um, so it's it's 3-1 at that point. Game's kind of dead. Cryer scores with at the 18-22 minute mark. Um, game's pretty much dead at that point. I didn't really think they were going to score anymore. They didn't. Um, uh, Carolina put another one in to went to go up four two, but Chris Kreider scored and he got his fiftieth goal of the season. Um, what, a, what, a, what a what a year for him! I mean, we still got some time, so he could still potentially go after that um, fifty four goal record. You know, yeah. He's, talk he's, about a career year, huh? Oh my he's, god, he's chasing Yager, but um, yeah. I mean, if if he, if he doesn't get it, who cares? It was an absolute career year for him, um, and. Hopefully he keeps riding the scoring train and the scoring kick he's been on into the playoffs. But um, I saw his fifty goals came in forty seven games, not like consecutively, but like still yeah. kind of impressive. Very impressive, man. I mean, and a lot of those goals were on the power play. It's like he kind of figured out that he needs to be this front net front net presence guy, and he's become the master of the deflection almost. I mean, he's not like a like a Joe Pavelski type player, but I had mentioned this on Saturday to you. I was like, if he for the rest of his career can come become that type of player where he's just getting a lot of goals in the power play for you, and he, you know, if he gets fifteen to twenty on the power play alone, and then puts yeah. up another ten, that's why Pavelski. 10 that's what he why Pavelski's still in the league. Like that's yeah. what he does, and he's like 38, 39 now, and he's still rocking. And he, it. And he got another deal. He's still playing. Yep. He's he's still going to be in the league. So, um, yeah, if that's how Ryder's career can like kind of pan out, and he can kind of keep his speed. I'd love that for him, um, and I'd love that for the Rangers. But, yeah, tough That's loss reasonable. yesterday, but you just kind of move on. I mean, they, they looked pretty good against Carolina until it started to not get good. So, um, <laughs> can't really do much there. And they're playing the Flyers currently. We're in the, the second intermission. Third period will start in probably 20-ish minutes. And then the Rangers are up 3-0. Three, three um, so, uh, keep getting points, you know. I mean, they're, they're, they're not going to lose second place, but the more points you score um, – better for them because maybe they hop over carolina and and who knows they, yeah. they're either gonna, they're gonna play pittsburgh or the capitals it's one or the other or or they end up playing pittsburgh because pittsburgh's gonna fall into a wild card spot at some point and maybe they'll play them in the conference finals or they'll meet them somewhere who knows you never know caps are the caps are getting hot at the right time if they can figure out their goaltending and they could get some stops they're they're a good team they just didn't get the goaltending this year and they're getting they're hot at the right time points they're only three points. Be- they're three points behind Pittsburgh, and they have two games in hand. I mean, an Islanders law, an Islanders win tomorrow against Pittsburgh would. I would if I was the Penguins, I would. I would start to sweat for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean and and you just lost Malkin. You, you know, that, he's out that for another hurts. three games. Yeah, that definitely hurt you. You know, it's like you, you, <laughs> he's, a, he's an idiot. Yeah, you're taking you take a bad you know penalty like that, and and now you miss games because you 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 can't control yourself. It's kind of like. I don't feel bad because fuck the, no. fuck the Penguins, but it's like you can kind of – you almost get a sense from the older guys there, like the Crosbys, the Malkins, the Latangs. Like I don't know. They, it almost feels like they know like we aren't going to make it too far in the playoffs. or we Time don't. is certainly dwindling in Pittsburgh. I mean we say it every year, but I, I think they're still a good team and obviously they're a playoff team, but like are they a cupcake – contending team like no i'm not gonna put any money on pittsburgh to win the stanley cup bless you <laughs> um yeah no i mean they're uh it, it's they're i don't know they're in a world of hurt right now um things are not looking good yeah, they'll still make the playoffs so they'll be all right 
I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll, they're still a playoff team. But, <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> but um, I would definitely be a little nervous if I was a Pittsburgh fan just because uh, yeah, you're gonna lo- you don't want to lose that third-place spot because um, – Then you're going to Carolina. Um, yeah, I would not want to play. Uh, yeah. I would not no, want to play. No, not quite. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think – well, I think Florida would get the capital. So, yeah, I mean, if you fall below – yeah, so, I mean – um. Yeah, Washington will move up. So yeah, they're it's it's just a toss up between Boston whether or not they uh, play Carolina or Florida, and I wouldn't want to play either of those teams. Yeah, it's probably. Oh wait, no. Yeah, the second wild card will play Florida. My bad. Yeah. So yeah, you. So you really don't want to fall if you're Pittsburgh. You're gonna get Florida. I mean, I don't know. I'm not looking at the standings. We'll see how it shakes out. But uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it for game recaps and stuff. Uh, we hit. Grider hits fifty. Um, yeah. Yeah, Penn State cap's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've kind of hit everything. Oh, I'm thinking next week, maybe I put this on the docket. You know, maybe next week, um, two weeks, one of the two, right? Yeah, I mean, the yeah. season's closing. So I think maybe before the playoffs start, we can do like a, a season, the right, a regular season's award thing for, for each team. You know, yeah. kind of think of some uh, awards to give out, you know, best player of the year, most yeah. improved. Disappointing. Um, we, did the, we did this last year. Yeah. Oh, and we great. should go back and look at our preseason predictions i think we gave some so we'll have to go back and look because i am curious especially the yeah. standings uh, we'll have to go back and check that out so maybe next week or the week after we'll we'll, we'll definitely do something like that that'd be fun i definitely think i had the rangers in a wild in a wild card spot and they've I definitely think I had surpassed them, yeah i think i had them one point out or like one spot yeah out. you had austin pittsburgh i think battling for that wild card spot and gave the edge to pittsburgh i think yeah well look at the look at the egg on my face <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we'll definitely do that that'd be good yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's, and it's your number of the week. Yes, sir. I, I fucking I had this up before and or I had it up on my other computer. Okay. So um bear with me as I pull up uh Rangers. Number history. Uh the number of the week this week is forty-four. Yeah, so, JG um, Pajot. Bunch of players. Bunch of players have won I have the not number looked, forty-four. So I'm um, I'm interested to see if I can get some of these people. Uh okay, so first we'll start off with this. Can you guess the first the, the 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 year in which the first player ever wore the number forty four from New York. I feel like they didn't wear high numbers until like, like they no no old person that was a rover wore a high number. So I'm gonna guess nineteen eighty four. Very close, eighty six. Oh, that's pretty good. And also, if you don't know who or what a rover is, uh, you're yeah, not yeah. you're not a real hockey fan. <laughs> you're not a real FBTB fan, honestly. Yeah, if you don't know what a rover is, don't talk to me. <laughs> I had to go find uh, that episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was actually worn by a goalie too. Really, um, t- that's Terry, not a goalie uh, number. Terry Gleisinger. He played four games. Uh, yeah, so four <laughs> games with the Rangers. Um, zero wins, two losses. Um, Fourteen goals allowed on a hundred on uh, one hundred nine <laughs> shots. Eight seven two uh, save percentage. <laughs> With a four four two goals allowed average, so not oh, a great, no. uh, not a great uh, couple of games for him. Hey, he made and the NHL though, so good for the, him. The most notable player, or one of the more notable players to wear it, was Ron Dugay. The next year, he wore it for a uh, couple. He wore it. Um, Former analyst. Only, only for a few years. Yeah, he um, he wore it um, in. Hold on, what, what years did he wear it in? Uh, oh my god, I went back too far. 
Um, he wore it in 87, 88, which, um, was weird because he was in New York for a while. So I guess his number originally, yeah, he was 10 and then I guess it was gone by the time he came back and they didn't give him his number back. So he had to wear 44 for 33 games. Um, (laughs) and then he was gone. Um, so yeah, he was, he was a notable player that wore it. Uh, another player that wore it for two seasons. Uh, he's a coach in the NHL. Can you guess who it coach is? Coach, like a current coach, a head he's coach. In, he's in the Metro. Oh, I have to get this done right. It's not Rod. It's not Barry. I know that. It's not Gallant. Gallant. Um, who am I missing now? It could be Mike Sullivan. I don't know if Mike Sullivan played in the NHL. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't think Tom Fitzgerald played for. No, he's not a coach. Oh my god. Lindy Ruff. Oh, it's definitely Lindy Ruff. It was Lindy Ruff. <laughs> the years are crazy too. He 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 was uh he, he played for the Rangers for three seasons from eighty eight to ninety one, which is crazy because it's not too like yeah, it's not it that long like he, ago. He's been coaching forever. When did he yeah. start coaching? Yeah, man. He I mean he yeah he he uh yeah his last season in New York he was thirty. He only played fourteen games. He had one point. Um, so he so yeah, started coaching in 93, 94, and he retired from the AHL in 92, 93. So he hopped right in as a assistant with Florida for four years and then got the Sabres job. Wow. Good for him. Mm-hmm. It's pretty electric. Um, yeah. And then a bunch of players that are not really notable wore it since uh, Bill, Billy Tibbetts, Josh Green, Ryan Hallwig, Purdue. Ryan Hallwig. I remember that name. Uh, Corey Potter, Steve Eminger, awesome. Justin, Justin Falk. I remember these F- names. F A L K. The fake Justin Falk. <laughs> yep. Um, who else? Uh, I remember these names. Uh, Ryan Holly was a goon. Uh, Matt Hunwick, and then the most, and then more recently, uh, Neil Pionk wore it for a few seasons before oh. he got traded. So uh, he's a more recent Ranger. And then Matthew Robertson wore it. Uh, he's only played, I think, a. I don't know if he's actually played any games for the Rangers yet. Um, it might have just been the number he was wearing during uh, camp and preseason. Yeah. I don't think he's actually seen the ice um, for the big club yet, but um, I would like to hopefully maybe see him play soon. I, I like his game. Um, nice. So hopefully, fingers crossed, he can get he can see some ice time soon. But yeah, no, um, it's a pretty a good lot list. Of, a, lot, a lot a lot of guys. Uh, some 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 names you know. Uh, some deep cut names if you if you know you know but a lot of guys who are, are not worth even looking into their careers because they only wore the number for about a season or two and that means they stunk and they weren't here very long <laughs> fair enough good number uh you got a lock of the week yeah i'll go uh was this only last week that yeah it was and i said the islanders uh i'm gonna beat the blues and our good friend jack from the podcast uh made sure that to know let him let me know that i was wrong yeah uh, that, no, was, you're... that was that was Dewey documented, um, that's for sure. So thanks, Jack. Uh, I'm going to go Islanders over Penguins. I think we sweep them in this uh, back home and home. I think they win in Pittsburgh on Thursday, tomorrow. What about uh, you? Uh, well, the Rangers play Philadelphia tonight, Detroit on Saturday, and then Winnipeg next Tuesday. So, it's not a bad um, schedule. And then they get the Islanders for the last time on Thursday of next week in uh, oh, on Long Island. So, um, Thank you for saying on. Good man. <laughs> so, yeah, man, the Rangers season – it's weird. Their last couple of games, they play some not great teams, but then they play some really good teams. So I think for the next two games, they go. I think they go two and zero. I think they beat Detroit, and I think they beat Winnipeg. I mean, Winnipeg's always, I feel like, a tougher game to play, but I feel like New York kind of owns them. They always put a beat. We always say that, but then New York puts a beat down on them. So, um, and Winnipeg always win. 
We always win in Winnipeg, too. I don't know what it is about Winnipeg. Is it in They're Winnipeg? playing in the Garden, so oh, I just guys. feel like Winnipeg really has nothing to play for right now. Uh, they're, what, a, what a disaster it has been over there, by the way. They're uh, Yeah, I mean, they have a game. Yeah, Dallas has a game in hand. Uh, they've officially – Dallas has officially jumped over Vegas, and they have a three-point lead on Vegas, and they have a uh, uh, seven-point lead on Winnipeg. So Winnipeg's not competing for a playoff spot, so – um, I think Dallas is pretty firmly set now. I think Vegas is now chasing Los Angeles. Yeah, Dallas has a game in hand against against. Um, it's LA now, so the Kings have got to button themselves up. What's What's crazy is um, this is just how good I guess the Central is. Nashville has more points than the Kings and Dallas, and would be a third would be in the third playoff spot if they were in the Pacific. Yeah, the Pacific stinks. And they're only one point behind second place in the Pacific, which is crazy. Um, So, yeah. I I know one team who's praying that Vegas doesn't make it, Edmonton. Um, I think Edmonton would much rather see L.A. in the first round, that's for sure. Uh, Yeah, I mean. Yeah, um, that's all. That's their options. They're either playing L.A. or they're playing Vegas probably. Nobody else is jumping them. Yeah, I don't, and I honestly, I don't, I don't really see. I mean, LA is kind of crazy. It's kind of, it's, it's insane to think that they. Yeah, what the heck? They're they're playing. I I don't. I didn't think they were going to be as good as they they're playing this year. They're playing well, and what's yeah, they only have a plus one goal differential too, which is which is nuts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, while we're speaking of Vegas, we we wanted to bring this up on the podcast. Um, what a bunch of rats. Um, rats. Bunch of rats, bro. Bunch They're of stupid rats. Stupid LTIR. What a bunch of bombs, bro. I hope they miss the playoffs. They they deserve nothing. Sorry, Chris's cousin. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tommy. Um, <laughs> yeah, they 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 uh, took Mark Stall or no, Jesus Mark Stone. <laughs> <laughs> they took Mark Stone off the LTIR. And like sent... three guys on LTIR. I was like, come on, like give me a break. Yeah, they they put a lot of guys. Yeah, so. Um, and they still have guys on the LTIR. I think what um, Hague, it's not March, it's Hague Riley and Smith. Smith and, Hague, yeah. it's, it's Hague, Smith, Brassois, Brassat. I don't know how, how you say his name. Nolan Patrick and somebody else. Like, there's like five guys on LTIR. Like, are we for real? Yeah, their backup goalie kind of hurts me because he's my backup goalie in fantasy. So Ooh, unfortunate. Hurts a little bit. So <laughs> might have to might have to drop him. Look at the backup goalie market again. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, kind of, kind of ratty for them to to get stoned back. And I mean, yeah, they're what? What do you do if? Uh, I, I guess before we end the podcast, we'll, we'll, we'll end on this non Rangers Islanders talk. <laughs> what do you do if you're Vegas and you miss the playoffs after you got Eichel and you did all this stuff? Like you, you have a Sold. lot of questions to answer this yeah. summer. Like because you, you can't afford like half the guys you have at this point. Literally, be, hold on. Let me hold on. Uh, whether whether you like them or not, they have a bunch of bad contracts. Smith is Smith is a good a bunch of good players on bad contracts for Vegas. Danov making five and a half. Why the hell they trade for Danov this summer was ridiculous at five mil, five and a half mil. Riley Smith's making five. I think that's too much for him if you're Vegas. Even I think guys like Pacioretty is a little bit too rich for my blood. I think they signed Nick Hague to an extension. There's just a lot of guys that like they need to better allocate their money. I don't know what they're going to do, but it just hasn't been pretty. Okay, so uh, yeah, so they have Eichel. Uh, I'm like I'm on their cap friendly. Eichel's making ten million. Stone's making nine and a half. Pacioretty's making seven. Carlson's making five point nine. Marchessault's making five. 
Uh, Dadanov's making five. Uh, Too much. Stevenson's making two seven five. That's not uh, bad. Yan Mark's making two, but he's a, a UFA after this year. And then you have uh, Jonas or Jonas Rondberg, who's a UF, who's RFA. Uh, yeah, they have a bunch of RFA guys. Um, and yeah, next year Petrangelo. 8.8, um, Alec Martinez, 5.25, Shea Theodore, 5.2, five, uh, five uh, Brandon McNabb, 2.5, uh, Dylan uh, Coolin, uh, less than 800,000. So they have a couple guys, uh, Ben yeah. Hutton, making 750,000. Uh, so they have some guys that are, are cheap, but um, they have a bunch of guys. You know, Robin Leonard's making five. Um, the guy they just called up, who's ENC emergency loan, he's making 800,000. Their LTIR, Riley Smith, five. Uh, Laurent Brassois, two, three, two, five. Probably too uh, much for a backup if you're Vegas. William Carrier, 1.4. Pa- Nolan Patrick, 1.2. Brett Howden, 885,000. Or Brent, Brent, Brent Howden. Brent Howden. <laughs> It's like you guys have – they have $12 million worth of guys on LTIR, and it's like – and, and yeah, Riley Smith is – so you're going to have to walk away from Riley Smith, which is probably fine because he's in his early 30s at this point and just let someone else overpay for him. But it's like yeah. you don't have – like when you look at their picks this year, they don't have a first-rounder. They don't – they only have a second-rounder. They have the Rangers' third-rounder, no fourth-rounder, and then their picks are two in the fifth, one in the sixth, one in the seventh. It's like you have no pick – you have – Barely, sure, you have a second and a third round pick, but it's like if the Rangers go far, that third round pick's worthless. And if they miss the playoffs, the second round pick's kind of like whatever. You're getting the scraps of whatever was in the first round or guys who were projected to go second round. They're in trouble. They, ha- they have a good team, but they definitely have a lot of questions and they need to answer. And I think their window's closing. I really, I, I hate to say, it. I mean, you got Stone and, I don't hate to say it. and Leonard and Petrangelo. That's a pretty good core four. But like with their depth and how much money they have invested, especially in Stone and Eichel and a couple other guys, like I don't think they have the depth to compete with teams like Colorado, Carolina, the Rangers, the Islanders. Even I would take the Rangers and Islanders in a seven-game series against Vegas. When did when did they enter the league? Six, 15, or sixteen, seventeen, or yeah, they they made the seventeen Cup Finals. So it had to be sixteen, seventeen. Okay, yeah. So I mean, they've been in the league for six-ish five, years, five, five six, six years, yeah. and they've had a window since they came in. So it's like that's kind of how. Hockey works. It's kinda, you get a five or six year window unless and, you have yeah. a really smart GM that makes good trades and can kind of elongate that window, kind of like what Pittsburgh's done. Yep. Um, the Blackhawks for a period of time, even though they're a scumbag trash uh, organization. <laughs> uh, Tampa's doing it still. Yeah. Um, Boston for a long time. They're a, uh, you know, they, their yeah. window's kind of been Those a legit examples. window for the longest time. Um, I, I, you know, just the way. Vegas management does things. I don't think they have the smartest guys running that team. And I think they're starting to uh, see what some of the mistakes they've made are, you know, they're seeing the mistakes they've made. They understand, at least they should understand that, you know, even though they have some of these guys locked up um, through maybe next year or next two years, it's like, it's not going to look good very soon. It's it's the writing is starting to show itself on the good. wall, and I would good. be a little bit nervous if I was a, a fan of, of Vegas. That's facts. I think you summed it up well. I mean, they I they're they're right. I mean, five six years, and then you probably get another two or three to really figure it out, and then you're in some trouble. And that figure out year, it's like you can maybe extend it for another year or two if you 
if you, if you kind of figure it out and get yourself in the right step. And and you could do maybe what the Islanders do, where it's like you fight for a spot towards the end of the year, but it's and there your circumstance is a little bit different. But you know, uh, if this was a normal season, let's just say the Islanders just had a a, a duck of a season, yeah. not not warranting COVID and all this other shit that happened. Um, you have to hope that you come back next year, but it's like if you don't figure it out in that yeah. two three years, it's like yeah, no, then tear it down. Yeah, so I, I don't know. They're going to be in cap hell, especially because they have zero cap right now. <laughs> they, I literally, it says zero cap space. They have no cap space. They are at the max. Sounds about right. <laughs> so uh, sucks for them, and I'm glad we ended a Rangers Islanders podcast talking <laughs> about a team on the West Coast. <laughs> Uh, all right, I got nothing else. We could uh, wrap her uh, up. Yeah, I got nothing else. Let's get out of here. Uh, thank you to everyone listening um, and hearing us rant for a good majority of this episode about just stuff that doesn't have to do with anything. Um, make sure you give the podcast a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you listen to. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, um, Stitcher, I think. So wherever you can listen <laughs> to podcasts, make sure you're tuning in, giving us five stars. Uh, leave a nice little review for us. Um, it goes a long way. helps the podcast grow. And make sure you share the podcast whoever, with uh, whoever you think would like it. You know, if you think Facts. someone who's trying to get into hockey that lives in the tri-state area is just trying to get into it in general. You know, we t- kind of talk about a whole bunch of things, not just Rangers and Islanders exclusively. So, you know, yeah, make sure they tap the F in. <laughs> um, and, yeah. Uh, Kevin, anything else? No, sir. Oh, follow the podcast account on Twitter at from broad to bell. Tweet at us, DM us. Make sure you're there talking you to us on there. You can follow us on our personal accounts if you want, if you would like. Uh, but yeah, no, that's about it. Uh, I'm gonna ask again, Kevin. Anything else? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right, we'll see everyone next week. Peace. Peace.